please always consult with your physicians prior to making any changes to your treatment plan. Music from this episode is courtesy of Ryan Hamner. Welcome to Living with Scanxiety, the cancer podcast, a podcast geared to help you navigate the pediatric cancer world. As a mother of a child who battled a soft tissue sarcoma for over a year, your host, Rosaria Kozar, understands and will help guide you through your journey. She brings the knowledge of experts, families, survivors, and other organizations tied to the pediatric cancer world to your doorstep. Her mission is to inform, support, and promote hope for you and your family. This is where hope lives. This is where hope thrives. Together as one we all have and we cry. And I just remember my mom laughing and saying, no, your heart makes you beautiful. And it was so incredible just seeing that moment, how we were almost being prepared for what we were about to go through. Rosaria Kozar here, and I have for you today, Katie Blair, and she's going to discuss some ins and outs of being a sibling of a cancer survivor. And that would be her sister, Elizabeth, who is two years younger than her. And Katie right now is 15. So welcome, Katie, to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. The pleasure is all mine. Now I have to ask, what brings you to try to raise awareness for childhood cancer? So my sister was actually diagnosed with cancer. I was seven years old and my sister was five years old. And to start from the very, very beginning, the first thing that happened to my sister was she had hit her head on some playground equipment. She had formed a really weird looking goose egg bruise on her forehead. And we decided to keep an eye on it. It lasted a lot longer. So my mom, I just remember taking her into a ton of different doctor's appointments, which really started to get me worried at first. And then what's really big that happened was that that mass was one big mass. It formed into three masses overnight. So I just knew from that that something was not right. My sister had gone to the hospital multiple times. And then one evening, my dad got a phone call from the doctor at around 7.30 at night, which isn't really typical, which I found out later. And as a seven-year-old girl, I stood there and I watched my dad fall to his knees crying in the kitchen floor, saying that my sister had cancer. And as a seven-year-old, I had no idea what cancer even was. I didn't know that adults could get it. I didn't know that kids could get it. I had no idea what I was about to experience, what I was about to go through. So immediately when I started to see the effects of my sister losing her hair and getting tubes up her nose, it was one of the scariest experiences that I've ever had to gone through my entire life. But a few weeks later, I decided to do a candy sale. I decided that, you know what, I did in the way that I'm looking at the situation. I couldn't change the fact that my sister had cancer, but I could change the way that I looked at the situation. I decided that I could either, you know, look at the situation in a positive light or I could look at it in a negative way. And ultimately I decided to look at it in a positive way because I felt that was 
going to be the only thing that could get me through that experience. So a few weeks later, after my sister's diagnosis, I decided to do a candy sale. And from those fundraising efforts, I was recognized by people like Taylor Swift because of the difference that I had made in my community. And just through that one act, through that one fundraiser that I did, I was able to truly see the difference that just one person can have on a community. The difference that one person can have on so many different lives. So today I continue to raise my voice and I continue to spread more awareness for childhood cancer because it's something that I'm so passionate about and that I feel like I need to make more people aware of because of my experiences and everything that I've gone through. I'm so sorry that you got thrown into it like that. And you had to experience seeing family members at their lowest, like your father at such a young age. But you do have a platform in which you can actually bring awareness to the situation. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, so I'm actually part of the Miss America's Outstanding Teen organization. And I currently hold the title of Miss Maricopa County's Outstanding Teen. So in this organization, we each have a personal platform that we choose from. So it's something that you want to raise your voice about. You want to make people more aware and that you want to work with just throughout your year and reigning as you compete for Miss Arizona's Outstanding Teen, Miss America's Outstanding Teen. And my platform that I decided to was raise a voice for childhood cancer, hashtag share a heart of gold. And I just use that to raise more awareness. And the reason why awareness is such an important thing for me is because I see it in the way where the more awareness that we have, the more funding there's going to be. And with more funding, there's going to be more research. And research in the end is key to finding a cure for those kids like my sister, Elizabeth. So that's why I continue to raise more awareness. I continue to make a difference and try to get more teens involved in their community. I couldn't agree more with your definition of awareness. I think that is so well said. And the platform that you use, I didn't even know that existed. Now, I want to jump back to diagnosis. You're seven years old. You're 15 now. You didn't know anything originally about cancer at seven. Once you found out what cancer was, what it could do, what did you feel like? What happened to you internally? A few weeks after my sister was diagnosed, I felt so helpless. You know, I couldn't change the fact that my sister had been diagnosed with cancer. So I decided to do something about it. And what would you think, you know, you could do as a seven-year-old girl? And I immediately just thought, you know, why not just sell candy? (laughs) So I set up a candy sale in my front yard where I sold candy. And in under an hour, I was able to raise over $1,000. I can only imagine the feelings that were going through your head at that time. But to want to jump in and make a difference is such a beautiful thing. And I like how this innocent seven-year-old and you are obviously thinking like a seven-year-old, so you choose the candy sale. And not only that, the success you had is just great. And that said, so many, or I shouldn't say so many, there are some siblings that have a sense of like sibling rivalry during this time because they're sister or brother is getting more attention because they have the cancer. Now, how did you deal with that at such a young age? 
So I would definitely say more attention was towards my sister. And of course it was because she needed that care, you know, at the time, me and my brother not needed that care. We just knew in our minds that she needed to be focused on because she was going through something so traumatic, something that was going to change her life forever. You know, it didn't mean that my parents didn't love us less. They love us all equally. But in that time, my sister really needed my mom and my dad and everybody with their attention on her because she was the one who had cancer. You were so aware at such a young age. And that is kind of a beautiful thing in a sense, because there are so many children or not so many. There are some children that do feel left out. Now, how did your mom prep? you and your sister for some of the side effects she might experience? I remember actually a few weeks before my sister's diagnosis, my sister and I, we were getting ready in the mirror. We were putting on lipstick. I was trying to like do something with my hair. And my mom looked at us and she asked, you know, it makes you beautiful. And immediately Elizabeth said lipstick. And my, I just remember my mom laughing and saying, no, your heart makes you beautiful. And it was so incredible just to see in that moment how we were almost being prepared for what we were about to go through. You know, my sister was experience, experiencing bullying at school because of her ca- cancer treatments. And because of that conversation, she truly knew, you know, just at five years old, that beauty does not come from the outside. It truly comes from within. That makes me so mad that she was bullied. And part of the reason it makes me mad is because it's not just an isolated incident with her. I've heard this from so many survivors and or parents that their children have been bullied at a school. And kudos to your mom, though, for saying the truth. Essentially, beauty does come within. It's not anything uh, materialistic, it really does come within. So I'm really happy that resonated with her throughout treatment and getting over those bullies and whatnot. But for the sake of time, we have to wrap up. You can get a link to Katie's podcast, Raise a Voice on Spotify through my website, www.livingwithscanxiety.org backslash show notes, and it'll be on there. And it's contains some information about how she views childhood cancer. And you might want to give that a look. And so Katie, do you have any last minute advice for parents? So just to leave people who maybe have a child battling cancer, a sibling battling cancer, or if you are battling cancer yourself, something that I want to say is just to never give up and to always have hope. I feel like staying positive and hope is something that really got me through that whole entire experience. And it was something that was able to lift me up. Never let things and experiences like cancer break you. Yes, it will tear you down, but use that to rise up. That's beautifully stated. Thank you so much for sharing that. And that is great advice. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in to Living with Scanxiety. Please subscribe to Rosaria's podcast to hear more informative discussions like today's and visit www.livingwithscanxiety.org for show notes, links, and more. Music is courtesy of Ryan Hamner.